Welcome once again to Lato's Law. Here's Steve Lato. Tequila sent me a note and Steve, check story out from casino.org. And I hadn't seen it. <laughs> I admit I don't check out casino.org every day. MGM Resorts is being sued for nickel and diming gamblers at slot ticket kiosks. Scott Robin wrote the story. It's a lawsuit filed against MGM Resorts regarding how payouts are made at the kiosks in the casinos. A class action lawsuit filed against MGM Resorts claims that gamblers are robbed because the casino company doesn't give change at kiosks when players cash their slot tickets. Believe it or not, this dates back to the coin shortage that we had for a brief few minutes at the very beginning of COVID. The lawsuit was filed in the U.S. District Court in Mississippi. This story is very much Vegas-related, as many Las Vegas casinos do the same irksome thing at their ticket redemption kiosks. You got a ticket, says you uh, are entitled to $5.95. You go over and you redeem a ticket and you get five bucks. 95 cents, eh, disappears. Naturally, of course, this man says he wrote about this annoying practice back in 2021. Uh, The practice of not giving guests change from kiosks started during the pandemic because of the coin shortage. While there may have been a short disruption in the availability of coins, the self-serving practice at casinos didn't end when the coin shortage did. And the question is, how long did that coin shortage even last? I think it was in the news for about a minute. Um, It's worth noting a good number of decisions by casinos have been made under the cover of COVID. For example, they'd been looking for an excuse to close money-losing buffets for years. The pandemic was the camouflage you needed to pull the trigger on this smart but painful to many casino-goers decision. Yeah, I'll admit, I'm not a big gambler, okay? You may have guessed that because of other things I've said on here about what I do and don't do in my spare time. But I have been to Vegas, and I've been to a buffet. (laughs) And uh, for reasons that I won't go too in-depth here on, it's one of the few times I've eaten to the point where it hurt. (laughs) The state of Nevada keeps tabs on unredeemed or expired vouchers. Because the state's general fund gets 75% of the dollars gamblers leave behind. Casinos get the other 25% for administrative costs. And they refer to that as breakage, apparently. Even though there ain't nothing being broken here. Except possibly the bank. But apparently, the casinos have got to keep track of whenever someone doesn't redeem all their money. So if somebody walks up the kiosk with a ticket for $5.95 and gets their $5 back... That 95 cents gets divvied up between the casino and the state. The state gets 75%. The casino gets 25%. You might say, Steve, 25% of 95 cents? Really? Well, it adds up. In the fiscal year that ended in 2022, the total amount abandoned by casino slot players was $22 million. $22 million. Now, there's going to be other reasons people won't redeem their slots. Like they may have something that's lost it or forgot it or something. But that's a huge jump in abandoned money, partially because people are gambling more. But in mid-2021, we predicted it would be a significant increase in breakage. That's the unclaimed tickets. Because of the practice of not giving players change when they redeem their tickets at a kiosk. And so you should know that the exact same concept applies in Michigan for unreturned pop bottles or soda bottles, as you might call them in your state. And so Michigan famously has a 10-cent deposit on a bottle. And the thinking was that other states had a 5-cent deposit, and the state made money. And they thought, well, let's double it, make it 10 cents. We'll make even more money. Of course, people are more prone to return a bottle for 10 cents than they are for a nickel. 
And there's an entire Seinfeld episode based on that. But the point is that the unredeemed money from the pop bottle fund, some of it goes to the state. So in 2012, the first year the state started collecting revenue from unclaimed tickets, there was a mere $4.2 million in breakage. State revenue from abandoned slot tickets jumped 59% between 2019 and 2022. So in 2022, it was $16.5 million from breakage. While those numbers seem large, the money retained by casinos is spread out over more than 100 casinos in Nevada, and the casinos, of course, are only getting the 25%. So that's not the motivation for the no-coins policy. What is? Well, Mr. Robin here says it's still the money. Maintaining and refilling coins is a huge pain in the sphincter. (laughs) That's a quote that he uh, put there, but I'm not sure he's quoting anybody in particular or just trying to be uh, amusing. There's a cost associated with labor required to refill coins and coin dispensing machines required much more upkeep. The analogous situation is very much a Vegas thing. Casinos bailed on coin-operated slots for the same reason, labor and maintenance costs. At one time, coin-operated slots were everywhere on the Vegas Strip. Now they're at Circus Circus, and that's it. Turns out at least one customer was so frustrated by this no-coins nonsense She found a lawyer to test the legal waters. The causes of action in the case are the very sexy breach of contract, conversion, unjust enrichment, and quantum merit. (laughs) When we wrote our original story about this aggravating policy, we called it out as stealing. But they put that in quotation marks for a reason. It's because we don't think what casinos are doing is illegal per se. It's just frustrating and degrades the casino experience. Does it meet the criteria for a class action? Well, we have had many interactions with lawyers, so we think we can figure this out. The machines we've encountered aren't deceptive. They just create hoops to jump through to get your coins. Many guests opt to leave their change tickets behind. Some Las Vegas casinos soften the blow of not giving coins by offering the option to donate the spare change to charity. So that's one. In the early stages of the rollout of this policy, the language on the tickets and receipts Caesars uh, was non-existent. But our public shaming got a clarification printed on the bottom of the tickets explaining guests should visit the cage for their change. It's unclear if MGM Resorts makes the process clear in Mississippi, where the lawsuit was filed. It's worth noting at least one casino company, Boyd Gaming, steadfastly refused to get on board with stiffing customers for change. They provide coins at their kiosks, and they've done so throughout the coin shortage and beyond. So, concerned about a lawsuit wasn't the reason for them providing coins. company listened to its customers, according to a high-ranking Boyd executive. It was more about service. It's the guests' money, so we wanted to make sure we made it easy for them to get paid. Now, one more thing about the lawsuit. It appears to have been written by someone who has never played on a slot machine. Sometimes players decide to stop while they still have credits on the machine. Apparently, the... uh, Lawsuit says, the lawsuit includes an admission as a full disclosure about the process of getting change, presumably on the voucher, says class action doesn't seem to have a leg to stand on. So, you know, it's interesting because he's talking about going to the kiosk, and apparently if you take the voucher someplace else, you can get your change. It's the question of whether you do it at the kiosk or not. And so if it's disclosed to you that that's what's going on, it is kind of hard to make out a case on this. And it's also difficult to make out the case, so no one knew about this, Because it was known about to the point where the state passed a law saying 
This leftover money will be treated as breakage and will split it with the casinos. That's how much money gets left over. But, you know, class action lawsuits, they aren't always the most well-founded things on earth. But I will also admit, I've never dealt with this problem personally. I went to Vegas once, where I actually went into a casino and hung out with people and so on. And that was a few years ago, uh, way before COVID, way before COVID. It was in this century, though. It was in this century. But um, didn't, didn't gamble a whole lot. Basically walked around and checked out the sites. And there are a lot of sites in Vegas. Vegas, besides all the gambling, has a lot of sites. So <laughs> there you go. And those buffets. By the way, if you go to Vegas and you can find one of those buffets, whether you gamble or not, <laughs> they make what they do on cruise ships look like they're starving people, okay? I'm serious. The buffets in Vegas, the ones that at least of the old school variety, b- beyond description. Unbelievable. So there you go. But there has been a class action lawsuit filed over the kiosks not returning the change when you cash in a ticket that has a dollar amount that includes some change. So class action lawsuit, we'll see how that goes. MGM Resort sued for nickel and diming gamblers slot ticket kiosks by Scott Robin. Casino.org published it. Tequila sent it. Thanks a lot. Questions or comments, put them below. Let's talk to you later. Bye-bye. Thank you for watching Lato's Law. Not all storms come to disrupt your life. Some come to clear your path.